You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. This is Ricey. You've been hearing my friend Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, for years on the Radio and Garage Logic podcast. I strongly recommend you sit down with Josh for your no cost, no obligation, 48 minute consultation on your investments, including your IRA and 401k. You can benefit from Josh's years of experience navigating different market and economic conditions, and he'll always give you straight talk and not sugar coated advice. Give Josh a call. Call now at 952-925-5608 to book your no-cost, no-obligation, 48-minute consultation. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did, and tell him Ricey sent you. Don't forget to ask, why is it 48 minutes, Josh? Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Ricey is a paid in all right, Royce Unchained, powered by Josh Arnold, Mr. Money Talk, investment consultant. Uh, Patrick, we saw the Packers blow the doors <laughs> off the Cowboys. We saw the Lions uh, survive and beat the Rams. Are our Vikings in trouble here when you look at the NFC North and a couple big playoff wins around the division? I uh, think we thought they were in trouble before yesterday, didn't you? And now uh, yeah. after what the Packers did, uh, you know, the the, the Packers, uh, they keep telling us have the youngest roster in the NFL. <laughs> they got Jordan Love locked up for a while here at big money, but not gigantic money. Didn't they give him like a three-year deal rather than give him year five uh, or rather pick up the thing? So they got him. Now they're going to have to pay him, obviously, if he plays like that. But, uh, I mean, Declan, who are these receivers that are uh, lighting it up for them? The only one I'd heard of was Christian Watson, and he was hurt until yesterday. But uh, Romeo Dobbs is uh, wide open in the middle of the field. Wick? Wick? Who's Wick? I never heard of Wick. And then they got Reed too. I was, I've saw Reed before. I never I never saw Wick before. But uh, I have I haven't checked. Have we fired Mike McCarthy yet? Or are we waiting there for ten minutes? Uh, no, haven't uh, haven't heard any firing on. I'm I'm a little surprised it's been this long. But so far he's still intact. I heard Jason Garrett on uh, the post game yesterday saying uh, he will uh, he will try to calm everything down, Jerry, for a couple of days. And then he'll start firing people. And uh, Jason Garrett knows this because he got fired to make room for uh, Mike McCarthy. But uh, I, I suppose he's trying to make his choice between Belichick and Harbaugh, huh? Because the fact that yeah, the fact that uh, you're going to probably have to pay that one of them twelve million bucks isn't going to worry Jerry if uh, if they can uh, come in there and win. But I, I got to think it's going to be Belichick. Uh, Harbaugh might even have a deal with the L.A. Chargers here uh, uh, any minute now, right? He's supposedly going to meet with them, although 
I don't know if you had to work for a Spanish or a Jerry Jones. I, I think I'd probably right. take Jerry Jones, wouldn't you? Well, I, I just I don't know if Belichick, excuse me, Belichick would be okay with Jerry. Like Jerry Jones is such uh, a control freak. Would he be allowing? Would he allow Belichick to have all the say, just like he did in New England? Not all the say. Say no, he would not. But maybe Belichick. The, the opportunity to win is probably very important for uh, Bill because uh, hosting his career with a closing, closing his career with another four and 13 record someplace is not going to appeal no. to him. And he, he can only be thinking three, four more years. Right. So he's got to go somewhere he can win. Basically you go down there, you got to fix Dak for uh big games and that's uh you know yeah i mean that obviously they they couldn't do anything defensively the the dallas and that was the biggest problem but that was terrible the first half when it was getting blown out when the game was being dominated by the offense of the of the packers but uh uh you know what uh the first tip off now i gotta admit i was in the vehicle i was driving back i went up to duluth and i was driving back from duluth but i had the privilege of then listening to a Cowboys broadcast, a radio yeah. broadcast on the way. And uh, I think Danny White must be the commenter, right? Because they talk, kept talking about Danny. And then they were saying, uh, he, and he was a quarterback. And the only Packer, the only Dallas one that I remember is Danny White. He was going nuts, particularly ripping C.C. Lamb for quitting. For, uh, I mean, in the, the he didn't get the ball early. He's been terrible for two or three weeks, and he was yes terrible yesterday. And uh, uh, but the thing about Dallas is they'd won 16 straight at home, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they'd averaged 37 points a game at home. But they also have not been to a conference championship game since they beat Denny Green and Brad Johnson in Dallas in what, 95 or six, was it? 95 or six. So this franchise, they all talk about the standards of this franchise. I I happened to run across a a post-game show on a Dallas TV station that they were doing on the field. Mm -hmm. When you have the standards of this station, of this franchise, you can't put up with this. Well, they haven't been to the, conference the you know the vikings have been the yep. three conference finals and since you went to your last one so yeah. Uh, yeah. if that's the standards you're talking about i mean this is a long run of uh of uh of not an achievement for them they thought they were going to get there but but how's their defense end up this bad yeah well and that i mean everyone thought you know a few years ago right after their other meltdown in the playoffs that dan quinn was going to get the job over mccarthy they were going to fire him and internally hire Dan Quinn, but if you just got hung forty-eight points, they're not. Jerry's not going to turn it over to Dan Quinn. I mean, they're, they're, that would make no sense either. No, no, it's not going to. It's not going to be him. I mean, it, it was. It, what? What was? You know, what the most interesting thing of the day that Matt Lafleur says, "Give us the ball mm-hmm. to start the game." Yep. Wow. I mean, that. How often does that happen in the NFL now? Ten percent of the time, maybe. Yeah, they usually defer. So they usually I defer. think. He, they must have been smart enough to know, hey, if we're going to come in here, it's going to be a shootout. If we're going to win, it's going to be a shootout. So we might as well try to jump on them early and get them rattled. Because uh, they've been, as I said, they've been averaging 37 points a game at home. So uh, you, you got to know you're going to have to put a lot of points. 
points up. But it was, uh, boy, it was a, it was a great day for the NFL because uh, they've had a lousy year with yeah. lousy officiating, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you get the beloved Packers back on the scene, and then you get the great Lions story. Oh yeah, and uh, the feisty NFC North there. Uh, I don't know. You're you're proud of the NFC North today, aren't you, Declan? Uh, aren't, you aren't have our, to be. Aren't yeah, you our, have to. Uh, Aren't our purple daily followers proud of the NFC North today? What do you oh, think? It, it, you know, it, it's funny. You, you'll be surprised on this, and obviously they're not on the show today. But uh, Phil and Judd were, uh, were were rifling up the Vikings fans who would who are saying that no, you know, Kirk Cousins is still going to be the best quarterback option, and you guys are doom and gloom, and the Lions oh, are really? still going to be the Lions. It's it's incredible the divide mm-hmm. that exists with Vikings fans over. If Kirk didn't get hurt, the Vikings would be in the divisional round right now, heading to play San Francisco or having to play Detroit again. It is, and by the way, the Vikings next year, you know, only have two draft picks in the first three rounds. They don't have a ton of cap space. The Lions have a ton of cap. The Bears have a lot of draft picks. The Packers might have hidden another GD franchise quarterback for the next 25 years. It's uh, it it's an incredible divide amongst Vikings fans who still and think they're that also, they're just the as good. Packers are also almost out of out from the Rodgers mess that yeah. you know the the big cap hit that they have to take for mm-hmm. uh, getting rid of Rodgers, but uh, they're they're almost out of it. I, I can't believe people are that stupid that they think <laughs> Kirk is the savior. Still, after watching that yesterday, you can't think Kirk's the savior. You, you yeah. can't. You can't. You have you 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 got to now say okay we got to find our quarterback and we got to get some money so we can restructure this team because do you want to take that uh, seeing what you're seeing from the Packers now and the Lions you want to take that secondary for instance into the next season with them again with right. that you want to you know we were all oh God flow. we hope we don't lose him. Well, the last three, four games, you know, what the Packers did to you that last game of the regular season mm-hmm. was not because Kirk Cousins wasn't playing. Yeah. That was not <laughs> that was not what happened there. Right. That that was not the reason that happened. And uh there's uh there's an incredible uh naivete going on with a certain base of the fan. I, I really think it's just a it's a, I've been saying for two years, it's political a lot. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't wear a mask, so I love him. And, uh, that, and, and to quite a degree. And uh, because I would guess if the, the normal guy who's not calling shows and, and, you know, making the big stand on Twitter and stuff is probably uh, saying, yeah, yeah, let's, uh, we, we get, we got to find our quarterback and it's not Kirk. You can't spend. You can't look at what happened yesterday and say I'm gonna I'm gonna spend thirty eight million dollars on a quarterback that's thirty six years old. You, no. can, you can't say that, but I guess you can if you're um, if you're enough of a believer. But this, you know, this team is it was exposed that down the stretch uh, this year, and uh, they right now they're the fourth best team in the division. Because mm-hmm. uh, when 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 you realize that the Bears have the first pick and then on eighth or ninth or something ninth, like that, yeah, and yeah. Uh, I mean, you got the eleventh pick. This is your chance. Mm-hmm. This is your chance. You know, now you know, maybe 
if we follow the strategy of the fans, we'll be picking even higher next year. <laughs> you know, that, that could happen because, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't know uh, what, what rationale there is for bringing back uh, cousins, but it, Jefferson likes it. Okay. We've gone through this before. <laughs> Jefferson says, yes, he'd love to have Kirk back. Of course, instead of Josh Dobbs, the kid from BYU, the kid, the 25-year-old from BYU, and uh, and uh, Nick Mullins, yes, he'd love to have him back. But, uh, you know, this is – you can't make a scenario that this team is going to be successful in the now rugged NFC North next year. Yeah, and, and you know, picking 11th, it kind of gives them a lot of possibilities here. You know, like I – they could trade up if they really want to find yeah. their, their future quarterback. They could also, if all those QBs – you know, if they go into the draft without a trade and, and all those quarterbacks fall, they could move back a few spots and accumulate more picks to fix holes in the roster. They could maybe just take the best dang edge rusher on the board at 11. The the, the possibilities, because, I mean, it's not just one quarterback away. You know, this isn't 08 when they got Favre, 09 when they got Favre, when they were like, we just need a good quarterback. The roster's built. I mean, Pat, they got holes, to your point, on in the secondary. They've got holes on the defensive line. They could use, obviously, another offensive guard or a new center, maybe. I mean, there are holes on this roster that aren't just one position away from being a contender again. Yeah, and they have to, uh, and, you know, at, at a lot of positions, they got to create some depth, too. I mean, you're going to have, you know, I always say the, the difference between successful teams and unsuccessful teams is uh, the teams that lose two regulars can survive the teams that lose five or six can't and uh you're, you're gonna have injuries every year and i've talked about i went on a rant the other day with you guys about how offensive linemen get hurt yeah. you have to prepare for that mm-hmm. so <laughs> excuse me so uh uh i i don't know there's uh, the kirk crowd out there is uh is uh is is really gotten beyond beyond you know, cotton the common sense has gone out the window, and I, I think a lot of it's political. Some guy the other day said he was looking up the Twitter followers, and seventy five percent of the ones seventy five percent of the ones boosting Kirk are also praising Jesus. So I, I don't think it's religious, but maybe maybe to some degree it is too. But I, I just don't understand the. Uh, yeah, it's time to move on and get yourself a quarterback, and you're picking eleventh. And uh, let's go! Come on, you got Pat, I did. I did enjoy the fact I saw some tongue in cheek yesterday when the Lions won their playoff game at Ford Field. That they have won nearly as many playoff games as the Gophers in the last twenty five years, also at Ford Field since the yeah. Gophers won their bowl game there just a few weeks well, ago. The Gophers actually out have three wins at Ford Field in the postseason That's compared right. to one for the Lions. Yep. The Lions, though, are going to be, no matter who they play, in the next Eagles or Tampa, I think it's going to be Tampa. They're going to be a four or five point. If it's the Eagles, they'll be a little. If it's Tampa, they'll be a touchdown favorite or almost touchdown, six-point favorite probably. I mean, Tampa has no offense, and we still expect them to defeat defeat the reeling Eagles. But the Lions, now that this has happened, uh, and they held on, and they didn't really uh, blow out the, uh, you know, they, they, the offense didn't do as much as I really expected it to. They looked really good early. 
But uh, now that they've survived one game, now now it becomes, okay, you got the big opportunity here to go to the NFC title game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, go out to be out to San Francisco in two weeks to play them. I don't, I don't think the Packers will beat San Francisco, but it could be kind of a, they could score some points. They could, mm-hmm. they could, it, it could be a 31 27 game or something like this. You know what they need? They need an extra point kicker. The Packers. Yeah, I know. Somebody said, <laughs> guy missed. He makes the year. Greg Joseph missed five one year. This guy's, that's uh, yeah. the kid's brother, Carlson, right? Carlson's brother, yes. Yeah. Yep. He can't make his extra points. What the hell? You know, come on, make extra points. That's uh, that, that ridiculous. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom. And it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. It is. So. It is pretty insane. I mean, and Pat, I mean, I, I agree. I don't think Green Bay will, will upset San Francisco. It's obviously a possibility. But if if we think the Vikings fans are on fire now, can you imagine an NFC title game of Detroit and Green Bay and they got to oh, yeah. watch that product on the field <laughs> and one of them gets to go to the Super Bowl? Yeah, in Detroit, thank goodness. It won't be in Green Bay. Yeah. How about uh, that Chiefs game was fun, huh? Did you watch that? These guys were I, – I thought somebody was going to die. I know. So it, was, it, remind, it reminded me of when, you know, the Winter Classic, when I, and I was a fan of that here uh, two years. I mean, same thing. The the beers were frozen when people were opening them, and they were bundled up, and it remi- it would, must have been miserable out there. Buffalo, for God's sakes, I just saw a photo. I don't, I mean, the, the snows are still on the seats. I have no idea how the hell people are going to sit down in there. They were going to, uh, and they were going to try to get people to come out and help them shovel out the stadium. They did, right? and they where, did do that, yeah. But where are you putting the snow? I where, That's where all, they had those slot. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Wow. What's the temperature there? It's not so much the temperature, but is the wind still going to be blowing there? Today? Yeah, I think the wind's blowing. I don't, I don't think it's as cold necessarily as it is here. You know, I think we're, you know, Minneapolis is negative 22 today or something with, with the wind chill. But Buffalo and New York today, it's it's 16, but it's uh, snowing and still a little bit of a gust up to 22 miles per hour. So, yeah, it'll be a pretty... Mm-hmm. Pretty brutal day. Over. Yes, there were there were fans upset. Well, they should have played. And whether you know, well, I don't. I don't think it was physically possible to play yesterday. Even no. if the fans could have gotten to the stadium, at uh, at some point you have to say, okay, this is ridiculous. So, I'm sure that the the guy in Buffalo wants a new stadium, right? Doesn't he want a new stadium? Is he gonna is he gonna try to put a roof on it after this? That'd certainly take away the Bills' mystique. But then again. They took away our mystique they did. in 1981 so, or 1982, so I guess they can, I guess they can do it anywhere. But it, but it would be a shame to build a beautiful indoor stadium in Buffalo and then let those louts come in and destroy it when they're all <laughs> drunk and puking, and uh, it would be, uh, it would be uh, quite the uh, quite the mess to say the least if they did that. Uh, meantime, how about your hockey team? What are you going to do? Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this looks like the exact same team that, you know, quit on Evison and they had to fire him. Yeah. You know, they, uh, yeah. they, they, 
At this point, Pat, and I, I was saying this before the firing of Everson, even a week or two before, just for once in your GD franchise, be bad. You haven't drafted top five since Benoit Pouliot 19 years ago. Remember Pouliot, of course. Yes, right. Like, forgot, and, and this isn't as, um, you know, every draft class, he has a stud on top. This isn't a Bedard-level draft class where there's a can't-miss prospect at number one. But at this point, I mean, there's... Just, just be bad. It, I know the ticket sales aren't going to like it, and I know my Woodbury natives here, you know, might not flock to the game. But at the same time, you just got to be bad. I do think that they're going to have a little leakage ticket wise, not mm-hmm. just for this season, but for next season. Oh, I yeah. think, I think that, uh, I think the people, you, you look, you, you, you know, you go to a game. Before you go to you and mom and the kids go to a game, you spend six hundred and fifty bucks, and yep. there's not much reward for you when you get beat six to nothing. No, and uh, I, I I think that uh, you know they this is a serious problem for them, and uh, they're gonna they're gonna last time they were in this situation they uh, resign they signed Suter and Parisi and then gave them eight, nine more years of sellouts, even though yeah. we'd like to complain about Parisi, Parisi and Suter's contracts now, but uh, I don't think there's any easy solution for this. Uh, I, it, it, what it, what this does is make what happened the first three weeks Hines was here even more mind-blowing, doesn't yeah. it? Oh, yes. How did it happen? I mean, they were three goals in the first period routinely. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was amazing. It's uh it's a weird sport though. It There's is. no doubt about it. It is. A I weird spent sport. the weekend. I was Friday at the Gopher women's game. I was doing a Sunday column, and then I didn't get there Saturday. But how about them? They got beat third seven and zero. It was the uh, worst loss ever at Ritter Arena, uh, and uh, the history of the program. And the next day, they get beat six to one by Ohio State. Uh, so it wasn't a good hockey weekend here. No. I, the Gophers. The men swept mighty Robert Morris. That made me happy, but uh, but the uh, you know the Gopher women's uh, program has never suffered through a weekend like they no. did this year, though thirteen and one. Wow! And uh, I, I saw our Wolfies. I mean, I, I just tuned in for a little bit, but the big win over the Clip. I mean, the Clippers are yeah, nice playing good basketball. That was a very good win at home over the Clippers. Clippers lost seventeen out of twenty, right? Seventeen. I mean, won seventeen out of yeah, twenty. They've been so, playing uh, really good ball. They. Uh, What's their payroll? The Clippers? Be. Oh, yeah. I, they I, they have to be at the luxury tax, if not over. Oh, in a couple well, of way over. Because well, yeah. Russell's still making money, and the other three guys, of course, are Harden. And now are they going to give him – Harden didn't get his new contract yet either. Correct. They got Paul, they're stuck with Paul George longer. I mean, yep. Paul could make some threes, but he's not what he used to be. And Kawhi's actually playing. The, the best thing about this victory uh, last night was Kawhi played. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kawhi's uh, actually been playing quite a bit lately, which is uh, you know not something you can really count on. So no, no, and um, and you know you you look at I think they've got six of their next seven. The Wolves do now against bad teams, so I think this rough stretch they've been playing for a month is you know on a pause. It's over for a little bit. How about though, Pat? I mean, my God, that Portland Trailblazers team mm-hmm. is bad oh my god that team is bad that they, friday night butt uh, they, kicking you know was that they were leading phoenix for a while into the third and phoenix ended up beating them but not they didn't beat them bloody but portland they beat them they, they uh my my stat on them is that uh 
Scoot Anderson, the number two draft choice, mm-hmm. number three draft choice, was a minus 51 against OKC, but he fought back gamely, and he was only a minus 27 against the <laughs> Timberwolves. So in two games, Scoot was a minus 78, which is really hard to make that up in yes. your plus minus, especially with a bad. I, I, I'm not a big plus minus Agreed. stat guy. Agreed. But uh, minus 78 is hard to achieve in two games. That's that's for sure. But OKC, baby, they're going to be they, – they play them in about a week, right? Mm-hmm. OKC is – I was I was calling them as the – as the uh, the the – one of the teams that was better than the Timberwolves and, uh, a month ago, and people were bad mouthing me. But that the guy with three names is going to be the MVP of the league. <laughs> Forget all the big guys; he's unbelievable. He gets thirty-five every night. And he's uh, gets assists, and uh, that's that. That'll the joint will be jumping. That they announced. I think they announced sellout again yesterday. Though their crowds have been uh, yeah, pretty damn good. Crowds have been awesome. They have been a great yeah. odds. Uh, I, I also, Pat, I mean, maybe we underestimated them. Gophers get Iowa tonight, men's basketball. They have Michigan uh-huh. State also on Thursday. They got to go to Wisconsin next week. But uh, they got 12 beat and four. up by Indiana. I think we got a little over our skis when they were three and one here. They go down to Indiana and get, get beat. And uh, I was, this isn't a great Iowa team, but it's a, it's a decent Iowa team. They be interesting. You know, that, that Williams Arena is going to be full for Iowa. That's for Caitlin Clark, not for the men's <laughs> right. game. That's for yes. Caitlin Clark in February. What a phenomenon. Hey, two things. Mm-hmm. Caitlin, do you see Mulkey took a shot at Caitlin Clark without mentioning her name? No, I didn't. And A, and B, why Why is anybody upset that Taylor Swift is at a football game? What is What is wrong with people? I, I don't know. I don't, They showed her on TV about twice yesterday, I heard. So what's... That's bizarre. I, 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 I mean, I, it, I don't care. It, like, I, she no, wants to I enjoy a football either, game. Let her enjoy a football game. It's seven below. It's 30 below wind yeah. chill. It's no one. And she shows up anyway. Yeah. We, should, we should be proud of her. I yes. know she, she, didn't, she didn't have to walk up across the parking lot, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what, what is wrong with people? You know, she's done two terrible things. In this country, she's tried to get people to vote, and she's uh, and she's uh, having fun at a football game with some other women upstairs in the in the suite. What, is, what does anybody care? I don't get it. it yeah. it's ridiculous. It is. It's it is ridiculous. Most, most bizarre thing. Uh, Pat, with this uh, winter weather here, where where could people go get maybe one of those new SUVs or a new truck? Where would oh, you hey, uh, Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers. We talked about this the other day. I saw when I was at the uh, I was at a hockey game last weekend, mm-hmm. and I if I were to do go the SUV route, it wouldn't be a big one. They had a nice somebody some parent there was driving. I wouldn't say it's a mini SUV, but it'll fit in my garage. I knew that because uh, some of those babies might have a hard time fitting in my garage. So uh, Buick's got a nice variety of SUVs. And uh, of course, we got the you got the hybrids now and the mm-hmm. electrics and all that stuff, and uh, the prices are pretty good right now. The interest rates are pretty good. The Sierra trucks are out there. 
And if you want to be a sedan guy like me, then you can really get the good deals out there. So uh, Brett Paul and Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers in Apple Valley and Hastings, my guys in Apple Valley, as I keep saying, I bought my last five or six cars from them. Would I do that if I wasn't satisfied? That's right. Heck no, I wouldn't. So uh, yeah, Brett and Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, Hastings and Apple Valley. Last thing for you, Pat. Uh, you, you and I were talking last night, and even talked the day off, Mike. You, uh, first episode of True Detective doesn't smell, doesn't pass the smell test so far. Oh, uh, it was weird. I don't know what they were trying to prove, but there was a. Uh, they go to this place in Alaska. I like the scene because it's mm-hmm. way up north in Alaska, beyond the, you know, it's it's up north, and then there's a research center up there, and uh, they're studying climate change or something like this but they come in there and everybody who worked there seven or eight people they're not around they've disappeared and then as you walk in there you see something strange race rapidly in the background that they don't even notice but something that doesn't look human race backwards but it's it's not an animal it's not a normal animal it's not like you got a polar bear so i got the uh un i i got the unearthed from the glacier or the alien vibe from it and okay. it's uh and then and then uh, you'll see we find we find some things that are happy i'm going to tell you this they found a tongue okay a so tongue. they found a tongue a human okay. tongue so okay. that was the hint. So we got the human tongue, but the rest of it's mysterious. But if we got aliens or if we got unearthed creatures that have never been seen before, I'm out. You're out. I, okay. I'm not big on that. I want, I I don't get care if the stories get incredibly complicated mm-hmm. as long as it's human beings doing the damage. That's, that's what I want. <laughs> that's, right. that's what I want. I want the I want to always want the evil force to be a human being. I mean, if it's an alien or something, unless right. it's the first Star Wars, fantastic. Yep. But uh, uh, anyway, I, it's got Jodie Foster though. It can't be awful. No, agreed. It can't be awful. Agreed. But uh, it, it it was it was um, I I've got the wife hasn't the, my bride hasn't been a true detective watcher. Mm-hmm. And I said, I know you haven't watched this, but it's got Judy Foster, Jody right. Foster. So uh, I got her to watch last night. I think she's going to be one and done. I'm, I'll hang with it for a while, but she's okay. going to be, I think she's going to be one and done. Okay. Oh, and I can't wait to see John Hamm get killed in Fargo. Oh, I know. Oh, I, man. God, this <laughs> I want John Farner. I want John Hamm dead in Fargo. We got on, we got. One episode left, right? Yep. So, uh, season finale left. is tomorrow. He he plays that. I mean, he and he's phenomenal. I love Johnny. Oh he's God, he's phenomenal. As but a God, guy. he plays the perfect Midwest redneck anarchy. You know, yeah. Don't don't tread on me, type of guy. Oh my, it's oh, yeah. great. Yeah, it's uh, terrific. All right, sir. All right, good night. We'll talk to you Tuesday, Pat. All right, definitely. All right, you. that's Roycey Unchained. We'll talk to him on Tuesday.